All right, good evening. It's October 17th, 2019. We are here at the Long Run at 2452 Sutherland Avenue with the Deadhead and the Engineer. I'm Patrick. I'm Ethan. I got it right, you got this, right week. this time. Good job. All right. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at deadhead.engineer865, and you'll find the show on Spotify tomorrow. Uh, so check it out on Spotify. We're here at the Bliss Home Corner at Troopers Library. Um, we have special guest and sponsor for this evening. Nicole Hatmaker with, she's the general manager at Old City Athletic Club. Uh, you can find them at oldcityathleticclub.com. We'll get to Nicole here in just a little bit. We have, uh, we actually have a pretty cool guest calling in here shortly. Um, but of course, episode 35, I'm going to start with the Grateful Dead in from 10-17-1983 at the Olympic Center in Lake Placid, New York. And I there is a ton of good Grateful Dead shows to pick from on this day. <clears throat> I picked this one in particular because I played at the hockey rink uh, where the 1980 um, hockey team won. Believe it or not, I played hockey a long time, a very <laughs> long time ago. Um, not in 1983, it was probably 10 years, it was probably 1994. Um, probably one of the best um, sugary versions of Sugary opened up with like a 17 minute scorching uh, version of it so you should definitely I know you won't check it out but uh, maybe Nicole will check it out I don't know if, if maybe you're a deadhead in hiding but uh, definitely check out 1017 1983 fantastic probably beautiful fall weather in Lake Placid New York uh, or it could have been snow blanketed by snow. I don't know. It was but. my eight month birthday. <laughs> it was your eight month so. birthday. <laughs> I was uh, I was three, so I wasn't you know that much older, but a little bit more than a couple of months old. And so um, we, uh, I, I guess, we'll get well. Well, first, I'm kind of dis disoriented now. Um, so Old City Athletic Club is here as our sponsor, and we'll definitely get to Nicole shortly. Um, so I'm going to read it as I normally do, Old City Athletic Club. We've taken the inspiration from the vitality of the Old City community to reinvent the gym. Old City Athletic Club proudly provides secure 24-hour card access to our innovative, innovative facility, complete with the very best exercise equipment available. Step up, saddle up, get strong, and get fast. We've done our research so you don't have to, whether your motivation is in cycling, running, strength training, heart rate training, XGT training. I probably don't need the extra T, did I, Nicole? We've curated the best machines in the industry, combining the latest science and physical fitness while, while a focus on you, the athletic club, the Old City Athletic Club delivers a holistic exercise experience. That was a very long, detailed <laughs> email that uh, Nicole sent me. Um, but sounds like we, got, we have a lot to cover today, so, um, but first, or I guess second, third, uh, Ethan, what's on tap? Um, since it's finally feeling a little bit like fall out there, yeah. I decided to break open the Sam Adams Oktoberfest, um, and uh, hopefully it'll do me well for the workout tomorrow morning. Let's hope so. Yeah, not too many of them though. I'm no high noons for me. Nicole, what you, what's on tap? What you drinking? I've got some Stella Artois, tried and true. Tried and true, and you know I'm sticking with tried and true. I got Bush, <laughs> so I'm back to the good stuff. Um, but. Anyway, we will. Uh, we have. Uh, we're gonna recap. I don't even think we're gonna really talk about the sub two thing. But obviously, a man broke. You know, Kipchoge, first human uh, under two hours happened in uh, Vienna. I guess it was Friday. Friday it was, night. It was yeah, Saturday morning. I guess here. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I, I, I guess it was a big deal because I had people who aren't runners texting me about right. it. So it got like a, a ESPN something or other because someone saw it on ESPN. Somebody got a, a text update or something. So yeah, it made news. Yeah. I don't know what to say about it. Yeah, you know, I, I, know, I know we talked about it a couple of times this week or last week or whatever, um, leading into it and then the kind of recapping it just, you know, our group in the morning. It was like, the first one would have been a big deal. And then with the way The first that, one was a big deal. Well, it was a big deal. Yeah. Well, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, had he broken two hours then uh, in, in Italy, it would have been a big deal. It's still a big deal, kind of. I mean, it's, you know, he went under... Excuse me, two hours for for the marathon distance. Obviously, uh, we were just talking with one of our other esteemed guests here that, you know, with everything that went into it, you know, people are getting crazy about the shoe technology mm-hmm. now, and, um, you know, the what was it, forty one or fifty one pacers that yeah, he had in and 41, out. Forty one, I think. And so, you know, the car is leading the way, and there's that beam of light shining down on the street. Right. Um, but it's still what it was four thirty three four point eight something like that something yeah. like that so um, you know like Marty said it, it's you know most high school kids I mean I think the quote was or the th- the stat that you saw was like most most, most NCAA uh, all Americans would have trouble keeping up with him for a ten k right and I mean that's just nuts and it's he a, ran yeah. it for you know for two hours you know so. Um, that was eventful, obviously. It was kind of actually, you know, really kind of a big weekend. Um, not kind of a big weekend. It was it was a big weekend running-wise between the Ineos thing in Vienna and then obviously um, here statewide, you know, um, Chicago Marathon was big. It was big for a lot of different reasons, locally and and beyond. Yeah, know? I'd say probably, probably the most exciting or biggest or whatever Chicago Marathon I've I've seen. Yeah. Um, for, you know, the the men's race was uh, good because it came down to three guys in the last quarter mile or whatever. No and kidding. You didn't, you didn't know who was going to win. Um, and uh, obviously the women's the women's race was just out of this world. Yeah, that's just <laughs> stupid. You know, I mean, the way that, you know, I, I know on the message boards and different articles and different, um, you know, pundits, what was the better, uh, what was the better performance of the weekend Bridget Koske running two almost 21403 yeah, I think almost breaking 214 which is like like un it's unheard of obviously <laughs> un, un, I don't yeah, even it's... know how to really describe it and so um you know 214 is good for well they were like so, so they were, they were saying runner. they were saying that Paula Radcliffe based on you know the the Mercier tables or whatever right um I don't know if you say Mercier or Mercier whatever 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 um that Paula Radcliffe's old world record of 2:15 was approximately equivalent to the 159, right? Um, which means that like Koske just completely blew, blew it out of the water. Yeah. Now that's based on on stats of what people have actually run, and yeah. you can say that women are somewhat behind because they had a, a late start in getting to really compete, be able to compete, right? Um, and so they're they're on a on a quicker, uh, sharper curve, I guess. Um, more of a trajectory. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's, they probably have more room to improve. Yeah. But I still put Koske's two fourteen, as a as a better performance. Yeah, I, I you know, go figure. <laughs> I'm gonna agree, <laughs> of course. We we never, you know, one one of these days, 
maybe a, a guest will present something and we'll have to disagree on it. But um, the 159 was impressive, but I think the way that she ran, I mean, we sat here and watched it, you know, the oh, and, party, and it was nuts. And the fact that she went out so fast for the yeah. first 5K. We saw that first 5K split, and everyone was like, well, okay, she's killed her race. There's no way she, yeah. can, she can hold that because we all know what it's like to go out too fast in a, mar- in a marathon. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you don't bank time. No. You can't bank time in a marathon. Right. Somehow she happen. did. And, and some, yeah, somehow she did. And, you know, obviously she got a little bit slower because she was projected at whatever, 210.40, and then it went to 211, and then it was, but it's like, you know, she managed to run just an unbelievable race. And so um, it was, uh, sorry, I have our guest on the, not quite on the line. We'll get to him in a minute. Um, But uh, I think locally, for us here in Knoxville and I think statewide, um, we had a fantastic showing. Gina crushed it. Yeah. Uh, Joanna Thompson had a good run. Yeah. Uh, Katie Taylor had a fantastic run. Bumby ran under 211. Yeah. He was 210, 50 something. I don't, I mean, I know we had, we had a lot of other people too, you know, locally that ran. I think those would probably be the highlights, I would think. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. It was just seemed like, seemed like good day, good day all around for, for most of the people we were, we were, paying attention to or tracking or whatever so so you know i don't know joanna thompson's i probably look up her phone number i think she has an 865 area code so three people you know from an 865 area code are going to be in atlanta uh yeah. hopefully you know i do you have an 865 area code i don't even know no, okay. i have a i still have a pittsburgh, oh, you still area have pittsburgh. Code. well okay <laughs> well we'll still you still your zip code is uh three seven nine the store the store phone <laughs> the, the store phone. Yeah. all right so you can claim the store phone and then so uh you know obviously we're we're hopeful uh, workouts have been going well, but I think the, um, you know, the, really the, um, the, the, where was I going with that? I don't I got, know. I got, I got distracted. Um, and so we'll get to our special guest here in just a minute, but I think, um, Knoxville had a fantastic day, obviously. And yeah. so, um, that was pretty cool. I think the viewing party needs to happen for more major marathons. Yeah, and actually, so uh, we had pancakes, and I we was, did. I was the chef, and my first round was was pretty bad. They were like crepes. They were little little <laughs> little bitty silver dollar crepes, because um, I followed the instructions on the bag, which made them way way <laughs> made the batter too thin. But I learned by the second time that the pancakes were were pretty much perfect. Yeah, they were. So, they were fantastic. So the second round of pancakes. So I've, so next time I'm gonna have when my pancake game is gonna be on. And it'll be, uh, I think probably uh, we could do it for New York. Probably for New York, yeah. Yeah. New York will be on our next one, yeah. So that'll be, you know, we'll have a viewing party. We'll get the Old City Athletic Club to come on out and and watch, and view their first marathon, maybe. And so uh, I think the thing we want to get into with our special guest, um, he's he's probably one of my favorite Olympians, but he's also he's fifth in line, I think, as to how many Olympians we've had on. Our podcast, Mr. Todd Williams. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening, brother? Just got done with a five miler and felt pretty damn bad doing it, but I did it. <laughs> are you Are you recovered from the weekend? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was you know it was an interesting weekend up there from you know all the stuff with Salazar and the press conference and the shoes and the sub two hours and then of course when you know the two fourteen happened and all the Americans right it was a it was a hell of a weekend. Yeah. I saw, I was telling Ethan this morning or yesterday, I can't remember if I saw it on Facebook where you had commented or, uh, and for someone who, you know, you debuted at what, 211 and change, remind me? 
Yeah, two eleven seventeen and ninety seven. That's uh, the year that uh, Khalid kind of that was his coming out party. He won in two oh seven, I believe, and then I was tenth uh, in two eleven seventeen. And so your comment, I think, was that this was like probably one of the better days that U.S. men have ever had in Chicago. Yeah, you know, I did, just before you called, I pulled up the results again. I mean, you can go all the way down to 17th with Noah, and Noah was at 211, 21142 at 17th. Wow. Which is pretty impressive when you go all the way down that list. And then, you know, and then the other thing is I read some of these message boards and all this about the shoes <laughs> and all that. I don't... I don't care about the shoes. I just know it was a great, solid day for a bunch of Americans that improved a lot, and it was a, it was a good day to run. They just did good. I mean, we were just talking about it, you know, our local contingency, and I think you know, Bumby's not local per se, but he's a, he's a national guy, and I mean, he had a, he had a fantastic day under two ten, under two eleven for him. Uh, I think he was probably like a two twelve or two fourteen somewhere before that. Two thirteen in Tokyo, I think. So something obviously like that. a big race for him. So as someone did, the, you know, I was a little bummed. I thought the coverage that we were going to get was going to be you commentating, but I think you know, obviously, I guess it was you, Kerry Tollefson, uh, on the local affiliate there in Chicago. I guess right. Yeah, as soon as you know, I've all, I guess I've worked. I've worked out, and the crazy thing is sometimes with the coverage is NBC Universal will fly you to Denver, Colorado to call the race in Chicago. So, <laughs> I, I've worked, yeah, I've worked that, you know, I've worked that angle of it a couple times, and now it looks like Josh Cox and, the, you know, the other uh, head anchor does that job. And then Kerry Pinkowski has me come in to do the local, like, uh, you know, the NBC, NBC5 broadcast. And as you guys can probably see, it's, it, it turns into a little bit more of a, fun show you know because they they break off from the lead coverage a lot they do a lot of community stuff and yeah. uh, and what i've heard of about the coverage they did a, they didn't really focus on the elites that much at all uh, from yeah. like an nbc sports uh position no the nbc5 the local the oh, local. Yeah. oh yeah because the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the we, were, we were watching on the olympic channel and it seemed like it was i mean we didn't see the americans at all because they weren't you know in the lead packs but we saw right. pretty much nothing but the race so it was actually yeah that's great yeah yeah that's that's usually on the NBC Universal they'll focus strictly on the competitive side on the local sometimes they just break away and do special features and they'll go into each part of the course and uh, they make it more of a community oh uh, yeah um, but you know so that's, so that's kind of what but I was on the main motorcycle the feed that you guys were seeing was the NBC and that coverage is going the whole two hours and you know 30 minutes I mean we went back and covered uh, is it Emily, I guess, uh, you know, the, the 225 Bates. Oh, Emma Bates, yeah. Emma yeah. Bates, yeah, Emma Bates. So we went back and covered her. So, um, you know, I know that coverage probably probably showed a lot of a lot of good stuff for the competitive runner. Yeah, I mean, it was good. And, you know, Ethan and I, <clears throat> well, we, we didn't joke about it recently, but some someone had sent me a text about it and or whatever, an Instagram message that, you know, we might need some pointers because – if things keep going well for us, you know, we're going to be on the lead truck for the Knoxville Marathon. That's right. You know, Ethan's got CIM coming up here in a couple of months, uh, weeks, whatever it is. And don't quote me on the, on the date because I didn't even mention it. But, um, you know, if things go well for him, then he'll be in, he'll be in Atlanta with our other – with the group of uh, women that have qualified here in town. And then, nice. you know, and then we're going to, you know, we're going to – I don't know. Need, we're going to need some commentating uh, skills – I guess I'm sure you 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 have to do your homework. I'm sure when you get called to do these gigs. 
Yeah, you do. You know, you do. It's just you. But what you know, what I do. If I, if I was in the booth, you know, then you definitely have to have your homework in front of you. It's kind of it's a little bit easier when you're inside because you can you can reference things off paper, so you don't have to get everything down. You know, from past races and past performances and who's hot and who's not. What I do is when I'm on the motorcycle, I'm just telling a story and giving splits and kind of seeing what's happening. And in Chicago, it's in some of the bigger races, it's easier because they put the the big numbers are with the names on it, so you don't have right. to like, you know, you're not say you you're, you don't want to mess up names or say who's in third when it's not. It's kind of you're just painting a picture and sending that back to the main studio, and then they kind of expand on what you tell them off the splits. Yeah, I, I'm just wait. I just want to be able to say back to you in the booth. <laughs> back to you. Yeah. <laughs> that, back to you guys. That's, yeah. that's what I want to be able to say. Like you know, uh, but we'll see yeah. what happens. I, what? Yeah, and, you know, and, and on Saturday it was almost like. The storyline was Mo and, and Galen, and as soon as those guys, it was so early that they faded. I think you know they then they pretty much stopped coming to me because I think the storyline was those two, and when it didn't pan out the way they thought it was going to pan out, then that's when they started focusing on uh, some other things. Right, they weren't the race. They weren't they weren't ready for it. Yeah, I was just yeah. I mean, within seven miles, I mean, those guys were fighting off the back back of that pack, yeah, and you know crazy. they knew what the pace they knew what the pace was going to be. Yeah. Um, so 102.30, I mean, the pace was set up to go 102.15 to 102.30, and they definitely, uh, they couldn't handle that pace. So, so Todd, you've kind of seen, like, kind of the, the, the bottom, hopefully, of, of kind of American marathoning, and we're definitely on the, on the rise right now with uh, going to Atlanta and Tokyo. What do you think is, is behind the improvement that we've seen um, in the last couple of years? <laughs> You know, it's tough to say. I mean, it, because before Chicago, you know, everybody was saying, "Who's the, you know, the, I mean, who is the leader at the point?" I think it was Lagat was was one of the top Americans of forty seven. How old is he? Fifty? How old is Lagat? No, is we, had, we had we uh, Scott Scott Fable and uh, Jared Ward both were in the were in the two ten range, I think. Is it okay? And so now, I, it, that's what it was great to see. You know, because it pisses me off when I when people say Americans about, but I'm like. Now, these guys are out there hammering. You know, they're running 120. They're 100, you know, just killing killing each other and training every single day. So, to me, I love what happened on Saturday because, you know, now, you know, our top 10, you know, we've got a good, solid top 10 going into the trials. It's going to be a really competitive race. And what that's going to do mentally and physically for these guys is it's, it's going to automatically step their game up to the next level because now the people have made that next jump. So, I think now you're going to see it, it get even better. So, I don't know – I don't know. I can't tell you why it happened, but I'm just glad that it did. And I'm glad these guys are working their ass off. And, and, you know, hopefully we'll have 10 guys under 210 one day. I mean, that's, that, that is a, is a whole, that's what I want to see. But you're always going to have that peanut gallery that's going to say, well, we didn't want a gold medal. And, you know, those people can go, whatever. You know, <laughs> keep, like, keep it kind. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. no, totally. I, just, I like to see, I like to see the masses doing well because I know how hard it is to, to get to a, a, a pretty decent level. And, and you know, I always tell these younger kids, don't worry about the peanut gallery. Just keep busting your butt and and keep hammering away. I think, yeah, uh, uh, you know, we always seem to agree. Nobody ever disagrees on our on our podcast, but I think um, we talk about it every morning. It's like, you know, some 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 in the peanut gallery predict that it's going to take this time to make the team in Atlanta, and we have so many good. I mean, there's so many good men and women, like. You know, the women are, are also running out of their minds. It's like, you know, girls that are running good times that are running 227 and 228 are kind of an afterthought almost at this point because girls are running, 
you know, some of these women are running 222 to 223 and 4. And so it's like the same thing on some of, on the men's side. It's like before, you know, when it was like, oh, I'm a 213 marathoner. Okay, that's yeah. great. Like now there's now there's a slew of guys that are 211 and better. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting dogfight. Uh, and hopefully our boy Ethan is a part of it. He'll yeah, be no, in, the mi- it, in the race, and that's the point. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a dogfight in Atlanta. Are you going to be in Atlanta, by the way? Uh, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not for sure right now. I don't know my schedule with Run Safer and, and some other things that I've got going with my school here, teaching and all that. We'll see if I can make it down. But you know, what I was going to say is, with my experience with the Olympic trials, um, you know, in the 10K and then in the marathon in 2000, I think you almost you can you can look at the times, but the dynamics of the, the Olympic marathon trials in Atlanta, you know, it's going to be a super competitor. There's no pace setters, and it, it's who can handle it mentally and who can race. Then it becomes a, the racer, not really the time trialist. Because in Chicago, you had you know you had those guys from Hoka, you know, that were leading, and they did a great job pacing that pack. And you know, if you saw some of the coverage when it showed those guys running, man. They were just zoned in yeah. on that pace, and they and they didn't have to think. At the trials, you have to think, and and that's that becomes a you know you there's guys that blow up during that type of race, and then there's guys that that really take their game to the next level. So that's the beauty about having the trials, and then the course in Atlanta could be uh, you know difficult for some people because it, no matter how many how many hills they take out of it, it's still going to be pretty a pretty challenging course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. You know, I think uh, your perspective on it as someone that called that, literally, you know, called the shot or called the game, if you will, um, on Sunday. You know, it's good to have you here because uh, we've been wanting to have you on. We're probably going to have to have you on again when we get Ronnie Harris on in a couple of weeks. Okay. So you'll have yeah, to call. Ronnie. You'll have to call back in when he, when he's sitting next to us. But uh, hey, it was Mar- <laughs> Marty says, "Hey." Hey, Marty, what's going on? <laughs> So I appreciate the calling, man. It was good to talk to you. All right. Great talking to you guys. And, yeah, anytime, just give me a shout. I love it. Was, it was nice being on the show. Thanks, Todd. See you, bud. All right, guys. All right, take care. All right. Ring him up. Olympian number <laughs> five for us. Uh, it was, you know, I, I think we knew that Todd was going to have a good perspective since mm-hmm. he called, you know, he called it. Uh, was on, well, obviously on the, motor, on the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of motorcycles, uh, we, he was on the motorcycle on Sunday. And so, um, good stuff in the Chicago Marathon. And we finally do. She's been sitting here patiently, quietly. Not uh, caring about the Chicago Marathon. Not caring one lick about the Chicago Marathon. General manager of the Old City Athletic Club. Club. I had like a hiccup at the same time. Nicole Hatmaker. Hello. What's going on, Thanks girl? Thanks for having me. Good to have you here. So, we, you know... For better or for worse, I kind of reach out to different people, whether, you know, Facebook, Instagram, um, and I thought, you know, I thought, oh, you know, Old City Athletic Club seems like a good fit for, a, you know, to have them on the show, like, and I reached out to you, and then you showed up today with your pizza and beer, and come to find out, you you used to do some yoga and things in here, and I had no, you know, Ethan was like, oh, it's you, yeah, and so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're good. We're old. We're old friends, like old mates. So oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a uh, there's a there's a video of me doing <laughs> squat jumps somewhere out there on the internet. If you want to get a good look, you, a you and Tyler <laughs> was it Tyler? Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Justin, mean, yeah. Just, just, Justin, and me uh, 
to trying to do a squat jumps and uh, if you want to get a good good laugh, I think it's on my Instagram somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Scroll, well, I'm pretty scroll sure down. you told him you could jump higher, and he's significantly <laughs> taller than you. But you like you got up there. Well, I got these I got these big old quads. They got to be good for something, <laughs> right? He's got the ups, and so. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to go through this long spiel again, but obviously the Old State Athletic Club is, you're approaching one year anniversary, right? Yes, very soon, a couple of weeks. Cool. And so I told you um, that I make lame jokes, and so I'm, I'm still pissed off that you guys weren't there seven or eight years ago when I lived across the street. It just wasn't the vibe then. Uh, man. So I think the first thing that, I mean, and Ethan probably has some questions too, but the one question I wanted to, you know, you've only been there for a year. But you are a, a downtown resident. So, and I mean, I, I've not been into the club. I've run by it you know, a dozen times. But the landscape of the old city has mm-hmm. completely changed in, in one year that you guys have been there. So talk a little bit about, you know, what's going on. I mean, everybody wants to talk about re- revitalization. Right. But, I mean, there's so much going on. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, for the gym specifically, it's awesome. I mean, everything, everything's getting updated. It's beautiful. Our gym is beautiful. There's a lot of original aspects to it so it fits right into the old city we still have the original hardwood floor which is really? pretty cool yeah um and then some like decorations on our ceiling are also they were recovered from the teardown so wow yeah it fits right in it's really awesome but we have brand new equipment that's like state of the art for whoever you are yeah runner you, yogi you don't have to be winning weightlifter, the chicago marathon exactly yeah <laughs> so that's really awesome. And then for me personally, living down there, I just, I live across the railroad tracks. And, yeah. you know, five, pretty years, convenient. five years ago, I went across those railroad tracks <laughs> and now we're pretty okay. <laughs> so I think, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I'm sure Ethan has a question, but I, I, the thing I didn't ask you about, which I know we kind of were playing phone tag a little bit this week, like tell us a little bit about yourself. So how did you become the GM at Old City Athletic Club? Right. So I actually have my own business doing like web design, graphic design, that kind of thing. Okay. And personal training, getting into it was a really big passion of mine. So I decided to become a personal trainer. I'm living downtown, I'm walking the streets and I see the gym under construction. So I just stop in. Oh, really? Yeah. It's perfect. Perfect timing. So I decided to start working there as a personal trainer. That's what I did. And then... You know, <laughs> just wow. did, into... did, did a good job. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, moved up the ladder yeah. pretty quickly in one year. Yeah, so it's awesome. I love it. I, it's I want to be there every day. I'm there more than I'm at home. <laughs> so, Which, so your your other career, other job, obviously you can work from home. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's like in my free time. Okay. But I do a lot of personal training. Okay, so you still do? Oh yeah. Okay. For sure. I was I was gonna say I have I haven't actually been like PG. We've run by. A bunch of times I haven't actually been in, but I do know from from personal experience that her uh, personal training courses are pretty good. Thank I was, you. I was working when we had those uh, classes here at uh, the store for a few months. I was working pretty hard to try to keep up. Well, I think some of the exercises, like, because I remember coming in here one time and you were doing some exercise. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And it's like, oh, the, and at the time, you know, I'm like. He's like, oh, this is what the girl Nicole gives us. To, and like, so you're still incorporating those exercises into kind of like I'm your s- little pre warm up. Yeah, I'm still doing you know? some of them. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah, I'm really big on cross training. I know that I, like the running community isn't huge on cross training with like incorporating different methods of working out, but 
I think it's very important. Well, I think, so. you know, again, I'm going to agree with you um, because I think that, uh, um, I think that's something that's lost uh, often with, um, with our community. Like, they just want to run and run and run. Yeah. And I think they, they lose, um, you know, that strength and conditioning component because, it, you know, it's like you can only, I mean, yes, he runs 100 plus miles a week and, you know, but you have to supplement, you know. There has to be balance in there. Yeah. Right. If you, if yeah. you just run, you know, I'm, I, I'm not, not the best person for this because I still don't do probably as much uh, fitness, you know, stuff as I should. Um, but you know, even, even I do some, some of this supplemental work to try to get some, uh, imbalances corrected and also random fact, he's very good. We like random facts. Ethan is very good at pushups. <laughs> <laughs> that Which is I kind was, of a random I fact. I was surprised. I'm like, he's a runner. He's not going to be able to do pushups. <laughs> oh, he's like, weak. <laughs> I also do remember at one point, um, it was just me and me and Justin and, um, there was some exercise we had to hold. It was some, some, it was like a plank or something or Superman or, and she was, she told us to hold it as long as we could. And I don't think she realized the mental, the mental strength that comes, that comes like, with being a distance I said, runner. What have I done? Yeah. Like, you screwed yourself. Yes. You guys taught me a lot. That's for sure. So there's, you know, there's a lot going on down at the gym. Um, well, there's a lot, like we said, there's a lot going on down in the old city. And mm-hmm. so, um, tell us a little bit about, I mean, I, what, I don't want to say like, what's a daily day like, but you, you offer so much at the gym. So yeah, for there's sure. spin classes, there's, um, um, obviously you got yoga, personal trainers, yoga, FGT, personal yeah. training, all of it. So all of it. So anything you need, we're, uh, obviously it's, um, because it's in the old city. It's a very boutique gym. So, yeah. you know, we have people from all different walks of life, ages, coming in there to work out. And some people do their own things. Some people are super involved in the classes. So they'll do yoga in the morning and maybe cycle right after. Or they'll do cycle, then XGT, or they'll mix it up, do two a day sometimes. And then uh, our personal training packages are very competitive. And we have a lot of clients doing that right now as well. So you get three so, different memberships, right? Is that what you were telling me? Yeah. So we have a basic membership, which is 24-7 access to our gym. We have private showers and restrooms with a towel service and everything you can need. Very bougie it's, down there. I didn't want to say it, but you said it first. <laughs> <laughs> it is bougie. We have like Mrs. Meyer's hand, like hand oh, soap. And fancy. Shampoo and conditioner, whatever you need. So that's the first membership. That's 49 a month. Then... We have a unlimited classes package, which is also 49 a month, so you can't really beat that. You can go to as many classes as you want, but you don't have a key card for access 24-7. Okay. Yeah, you just come for the class. And then you can do both of those for 79 which is obviously the most wow. bang for your buck. Yeah. That's called our premier membership, and if you do go that route, you also get 10% off of personal training. Oh. So... My all my clients, they'll they're actually on that package, and on their off days of training with me, they'll take classes or do you know come in and do their own workout for the day. That's pretty cool. So, do you, will you oversee like so from a personal trainer standpoint, like if you see someone and you work one on one with them, do you kind of guide them with the extra curricular activities? Like, oh, for sure. You do. So oh, yeah. You, you kind of monitor. It's not just like I do whatever the hell you want. No, you I know. take pride in okay. my people. 
Excellent. So I need to know that they're doing what's best for them and, and their goals. So I definitely guide them. I think, yeah, you know, Ethan will call himself an advisor, although he definitely advises um, some pretty, you know, pretty fast people in town. You know, they're, whether they're runners or, you know, people that you're training, they're all trying to, you know, they're trying to do their best at whatever whatever their best might be. Right. And so, I, you know, me being a coach and you being a trainer, obviously there's similar lingo that we probably can, you know, uh, rely on. And so I think, you know, sometimes you get trainers and, and coaches that just oversee one aspect and, like, they forget, like, all the other right. stuff. It's like, you know, uh, so to, to know that you're someone that, um, you Well, know, to kind of, like, piggyback off that. Yeah, sure. It's very much so a community gym. So you're going to get to know the people right. that go, you know, at the same times as you or that live in your building and go to the same gym as you or, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are walking to the gym at the same time. Like, I see my members out all the time now. Really? That's yeah. pretty cool. So it's, like, very, very much so community-driven, um, just naturally. That's how the old city is anyways and yeah. downtown. So it's it's just perfect. And we have a run club, so. That's okay, right. Tell us about the run club. Yeah, yeah. So every that that re- that's really why we brought you here, Nicole, because we want to hear about Whatever. the run club. You guys, I don't think you guys want to do just a regular three mile run, do you? Well, we could add on seven yeah. before or after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we could add. We could have three miles in there somewhere. Yeah, so it's good for you know, like you guys who might just want it for the social aspect, maybe. But then you know, new runners, medium runners. I don't know what you the gauge. medium runners. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you could call them like. Be- Oh, we uh, actually, some, we, I don't want to cut you off. We, we oh had no. someone send us a text about the squat jumps. Okay. So we might, we'll have to, I don't know, share it to social media. We'll share it to. We'll share it, yeah. We'll share it. We'll figure out how to share I'm, I'm not very savvy with that stuff. I'm I'll still. I'll help you. Thank you. We'll I get it taken it. care of. Yeah, we'll get but it. But anyway, so Run Club is a three-mile run every Wednesday at 7.30, 6.30. It's at 6.30. It was 7.30 over the summer. And you start at Merchants of Beer, end at Merchants of Beer, and you get a free pint after oh, wow. you run. So, free pint? Ooh, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. I might have to maybe start doing double runs. Yeah, I could do a double <laughs> run for free I beer. I'm not sure Wednesday's a Speaking great day. Speaking of beer, grab me a beer over there while you're at it. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate it. Um, but so yeah, y'all. Like, how many people show? You know, just out of curiosity. Oh, Run Club is is popping. Really? That's- oh yeah. People There's, want the beer. It's like at least probably 12 people every time. Like, wow. That's pretty good. Up yeah, until like, I think we've had 20-something before. Wow. That, yeah. All right. That is a... I see, obviously, every week the route that y'all, you know, y'all that we run. we post, yeah. Yeah, that you post. And so, um, is there any outside, which, I mean, you kind of sold me a free beer. Um, <laughs> is there anything that like Old City Athletic Club offers the run club people that come or is it just kind of like hey hang out like place well to... so we're partnered with merchants of beer for the for the free beer okay so we host it we create the run and then we all hang out at mob afterwards and drink do you create the run i do not you do not how what, what would that look like i a don't non-runner you know. creating a run well hey you know it's not the person who creates her name's mckenzie and she is at at the runs okay so she leads cool. it yeah okay sweet i think it's different every week Pretty different. Well, you know, we're pretty in high de- we're in high demand these days. The deadhead and the engineer, but we could maybe come down and we could make an appearance. Maybe. Hey, I came. I came here. You know, you a did. mile west. You guys could come a mile. Right. East. You're right. You're right. And so we'll have to figure that out. I'm, I think. Um, um, 
I'm really curious to get into the gym. I've not been into it. Come in, come work out. And I, uh, I do, so, I don't, I probably hopefully can mention this. I don't know if you have it in the gym or I do TRX. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have All right. multiple. And so that, that's my workout of choice just because I can do it at home. I can, not that I travel like that much, but when I, when I do travel, I can take it with me. Mm-hmm. And so usually I that's, usually that's his, his excuse when he shows up late on a 5.30 run is because he got, got up late and, and didn't have time to do his TRX routine. Yeah. Mm. So I, I stick to, uh, and not that I'm not, I'm not opposed to, I, I long time ago I was a personal trainer and so just out of convenience now mm-hmm. I do TRX and it's just and I do sometimes show up like a minute or two late I think I think my watch is right I think these guys <laughs> just have their watch off a little bit everyone's gar- everyone's GPS watches are off yeah I think so my Timex is, is holding <laughs> strong and so um, but I think just that yeah at a, like so you do have TRX at, yep, at the gym at, for at sure. the club we so. can take care of any of yeah. your needs and how about this how about if you're listening to this podcast and oh, we, that we, have, we have a call to action okay. here. And you come to the gym and mention the podcast. The Deadhead and the Engineer. Yeah. We'll give you, we'll hook you up. We'll let you try a class of your choice. And you can get a free personal training demo session with me. There Whoa. you go. Okay, that's kind of big time right there. Um, so, but you can't go telling everyone now. They have to listen no, to it themselves. Uh, well, I ain't telling anyone. It's only here on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I have like four people that I talk to. My girlfriend, Ethan, Jonesy. And Julie, when I swing by, if they've made like, it, that's this it. Far. And my cat, yeah, um, they're true fans. Wow, um, that's excellent. We've we've not. I don't know. We've had a that call to action before. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I guess. Although we'll have to comment. Then we'll really find out what kind of personal trainer you are. If someone actually goes and works, I'm very out confident in my capabilities, <laughs> <laughs> especially in a gym. Setting. I'm just giving you a I've hard got time. Some weights. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not. We still have a, we still have a couple minutes. I don't, so I don't want to wrap it up just yet, just because, um, you know, you stumble into a, not literally stumble into the gym, but you know, you maybe. kind of walked in. Maybe, <laughs> maybe at two a.m. You were in, you do live in the old city. Um, from here, education. Where do, you, where, what's your background? So, born and raised in Knoxville. Okay. Initially went to school for nursing and then took quite a big turn and went into corporate America for many years. Okay. And then I like autonomy. So, that's why I started my own business. Okay. So, that's where well, I'm at now. Well, cool. Yeah. I like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's an, you know, I'm sure, obviously, it, it would be, it'll be interesting, you know, someone does go in and gets a personal training session with Nicole, it'll be, you know, uh, you, having been before in the personal training world, whether it was, uh, I owned my own business, which a long time ago, and then did kind of like the corporate gym stuff for mm-hmm. a long time. You have to have a certain aura kind of vibe about you, you know, and so I would imagine, you know, your your vibe probably suits the old city athletic club. I, I, I don't see it as like a big box uh Gym no. trainer, no. Of, you know, with like staff on the back of, you know. <laughs> no. So I love uh, that you're not name dropping <laughs> big gyms either. Thank well, no, you. I, you know, no. yeah, we try to, yeah, we try well, to keep to, everything. I will open. say as well, it, I'm fine. Like if my style's not what someone's looking for, I don't. I'm not going to take that person. What is your We style? have other options. Yeah. I definitely push people. Okay. But I'm not going to be. I don't. I don't yell at you. Right. But I can. I can gauge. You know, if someone's 
really being challenged or if they're just kind of passing through the workout. Right. So I like to challenge people and push them harder than they think they can work because most people are stronger than they realize they are. For sure. Yeah. We have a good friend that we're trying to get him to figure out how, or, you know, Ethan's job is to get him to try to figure out how fast he can run here in a couple of weeks. But I, I, yeah, we always agree here. We never disagree. Um, Darn, let me think of something. I know. Well, we could probably disagree maybe on a quote, but uh, for our Bell Lap, uh, Nicole, it was good to have you here. Thank if you. If you have a, a quote that you'd like to put forth here, you can. So my sister got me this book. Well, you brought out the book, but my sister gave me this book like, I don't know, 15 years ago, The Quotable Runner. Yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty much just a classic. For yeah. If you ever looking for a quote having to do with athletics or running or whatever and uh, I was just I was just flipping through it just to have some examples and one of them from uh, from Jack Foster I don't train I just run my 3 to 15 miles a day <laughs> yeah right sounds like sounds like Patrick <laughs> except it's, it could be except it's 10 miles a day except it's 10 uh, and then uh, from Harry Groves the old famous Penn State coach the problem with big kickers is they often lose to other big kickers which is truism you know everyone when you get to those championship races everyone thinks they're the best kicker and everyone's gonna lose except one yeah um but yeah this book it's 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 you know 300 pages and it's just quotes you can find it's it's categorized into um you know little anecdotes it's not like a marathon marathons training uh racing and so, um, yeah, it's not it's not the kind of book you would just read straight through. But if you're looking for a quote having to do with running, it's a it's a really good resource to have. Yeah, it's cool. I think uh, you know when you you know those days, um, you know whether you're a runner or you're getting personally trained by Nicole. There, there's days when you know it sucks to get out of bed and 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 hit the road. Like yesterday sucked. You know, it rained oh, the, the room, entire yeah. time. And so I'm not sitting there, you know, at five o'clock in the morning, and be like, uh, "What's what? What quote can you I could, look at today?" I you totally could. Um, Mark Will Weber uh, wrote the quote, or you know, compiled all these uh, quotes. And so it's pretty neat. Um, it's obviously here in Trooper's Library at at the Bliss Home Corner here at uh, 2452 Sutherland Avenue. Again, uh, we'll give we'll give some love to Todd Williams. Um, for calling in, talking about Chicago, uh, find oldcityathleticclub.com online. Nicole Hatmaker is their GM, and she doubles back as a personal trainer. And she was the put call the call, the call to action. So you mention the podcast Deadhead Engineer eight six five or something that resembles that uh, <laughs> class of your choice and a PT introductory session with Nicole and so um, episode 35 is, is a wrap yeah thanks for listening okay we'll see you thanks Nicole thanks bye